bacon sale. Bacon bit. What are we doing? Bacon what? bits. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we start our normal shows saying bacon sale, maybe. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. All the time. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hi. Hey, everyone. In case you don't remember, before our, our episode aired on Monday, the Oscars were the day before on Sunday. I'm so confused. And so, uh, well, this is our Oscar results show. No Take one cares bit. about this. No one wants to talk about the Oscars anymore. They do because they want to know if they won. Oh, Because right. we oh. have the submissions or, or a ballot people want to know. And we'll get to that shortly we'll say that we'll make it quick yeah but first i just want to talk about hey guys did any of you watch the academy awards no. i sure tried you you did i did i tried okay define tried so i was thinking hey i should watch this because it is content we're going to talk about on the upcoming bacon bit this show right now mm-hmm. and i'm like we're almost kind of doing a disservice if we haven't seen it and so i watched maybe 20 minutes and turned it off because i just couldn't do it anymore mm-hmm. the oscars has become a mockery of almost a, a joke of what everyone pictures it to be, which is grandstanding. Yes. And it's I'm like, are you guys in on this joke? Because, uh, Ken, you're absolutely right. Because I used to defend the Oscars a lot. People were sure. like, oh, it's a bunch of snobbery. It's, and it's film history, preachy, right? Blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, it's so fun. You get to learn about all these cool films. Yeah. I didn't watch one live minute. Oh, you didn't? Of this show. No, okay. Of this Academy Awards. I watched some clips after the fact. Yeah. I was keeping up on tabs and... Uh, yeah, like Twitter was showing all the winners. Yeah, I, I, would see yeah. The Twitter, I would see the winner. I'd, I'd put it on our chart and mm-hmm. correct, mark the correct answer. But the thing I wanted to say is, uh, as many of you already know, because the news has already dropped and this is a couple days later, pitiful ratings for this. Yeah. Pitiful. Doesn't it kind of make you happy? A little, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it makes me laugh because uh, the Acad- Sunday's Academy Awards drew, uh, they finally had the numbers around 10 million. Yeah. Which is like over 50% less than the previous year. Even last year. And they've been dropping every single year. Every year. But this was like, this was nosediving. Let's let's flash back to 2014 where there were uh, over 43 million. Wow. Then 37, 34, 32, 26. Uptick, 29.6 million in 2019. Then down to... 23.6 23.6 million last year and then 9.8 million this Which year. Which the Nielsen numbers have evened out about 10.4. So it did go up a little bit, went above 10 million. Yeah. But this, still, this show bad. used to be second to the Super Bowl as an annual show where advertisers would pay a lot of money to mm-hmm. be on the commercials. And now it doesn't even get 10 million watches. I know. And this is this is the least watched Oscar ceremony in the 93 years the Oscars have been around. So. Are, were we right with the previous show where we said the Oscars may go away? Like, have they killed it? They may have. Well, here's the thing is it used to not be it used to not be on the air. It used yeah. to be a private ceremony where they just go pat each other on the back. Ha ha. Funny, funny. Right. This year, and I did watch some clips. They it felt too much like the Golden Globes, to be honest. Yeah. A little but casual. No, weird, uh, weird I don't think with the humor, though. No, because Golden Globes are funny. Golden Globes That's are loosey-goosey because they're all drunk. And yes. It, it, and I think... I don't know. We saw Glenn Close twerking. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I People give a hard time with the Golden Globes. I actually think they're more fun. Yeah. Because they are a little bit more relaxed. Yes. Yeah. But the Oscars have always been traditionally uptight. Well, and uh, guys, I think you remember the time when Billy Crystal used to host the Oscars. Great. He would make fun of the, of the movies. He'd yeah. make fun of the artists. He'd make fun of the, you know everyone who's there. All kind of self There would be a theme song. Yeah, they're like, laughing. Based on the movies they're the having year. a good yeah. time. And they sucked all the fun out of this ceremony. I could not find one clip of a humorous, intentionally scripted humorous moment. No. Everything was cringy. The only thing that people serious. like, it was so funny when Daniel Kaluuya talked about his parents having him. Like, thanks for having me. Yeah. You know, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. Well, and they're and cute. like, oh, Glenn Close dancing. That was the funniest part. part. And I was like, 
Which yeah. is totally planned, by the it way. Was, it was scripted. Yeah, yeah. They scripted that. Oh, poor Glenn Close. I mean, we're going to sound like naysayers. I just feel like there's so much they could do to fix this show. So are you saying you'd rather have Ellen than no host? Than no host? Or just Questlove being the host? No. But I think they need to make this movie centric, which is what this year did wrong. They didn't yes. show a single movie clip. No, not a, I mean, not a single. I heard, I heard that very few clips. No, no, no movie clips whatsoever because Ugh. all of the people that were presenting the nominees, usually they'll show like best actress and they'll show a, a clip of yeah. the actress. Right. This one, they just said this actress was in a very transformative movie that changed the way that we view politics nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that was for every nominee. And this is a year when no one has seen the movie. So Which, why not teach people, say, hey, Anthony Hopkins and the father, I'm going to show you a clip and you're going to want to watch it because of how good he does. Yes. Right. I've been saying, and this I've been saying this for years, that I'm like, they need to show more clips mm-hmm. because that's what gets people interested. That's what people want to see. Yes. They want to see what the movie is, get a taste for it, and then be like, Oh, I can root for that one now. How funny that in a year where we realize the lack of importance for celebrities is all they do is focus on the celebrities. Yeah, because I have some notes here just from what they talk about. Uh, they, they moved all the best song performances to like a pre-show. Like an hour before the telecast. So no, they had no musical performances during it. Right. Uh, the film's clips scaled back, apparently non-existent. Uh, there were very little comedy bits. And then the introductions were like super lengthy and detailed yeah. about each category. And then they didn't have anyone play. They didn't, no one got played out. They never turned no. up the music to kick people off the stage, so they just let them talk. And the thing that made me laugh was that my wife, I was talking to her about how... My wife. My wife. Uh, I was talking to her about how they cut back all these things and they were keeping it super simple. And she said, well, shouldn't it have been, should it have been shorter then? And it wasn't. It wasn't. No. It was about it was right average, line. average length of every other time. She's like, how? Well, what did they fill the time with? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it didn't even have our lengthy In Memoriam segment because... Did you guys watch the In Memoriam segment? Yeah, I missed it. Totally disrespectful. Watch it. Yeah. So Angela Bassett... Weird music. Angela Bassett does the intro and she's... I'm Angela Bassett. And we need to remember these people in our hearts and for the future and the activism of these people. And it just was grandstanding. And then they show the In Memoriam, Mm. which had some yeah really strange music for what it was. Mm-hmm. And Joel, literally like this. They were going that fast with oh, some of these the names. Yeah. And there was... And they still forgot Jessica Walters? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no. And they're going to always forget people. Like, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. But it, was, it seemed disrespectful. Like, she was completely. in Play Misty for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucille Bluth deserves our respect. <laughs> but the, the whole thing felt off and granted yeah i've watched a lot of these clips after and even like the intro for the oscars is generally worth watching because yeah it's the big kind of cool intro yeah like billy crystal would like run through all the different movies or something like yeah. that or one uh, of the better years uh hugh jackman, hugh jackman. yeah exactly. when he did the i'm gonna do a musical on a budget yes sort of thing yeah that was one of the one that it was out to me yeah but i mean Again, you talk about bad hosts, though. You remember the James Franco and yeah. Anne Hathaway year? Yeah, oh, this is really not. Good. Anyway, or honestly, like last but year, still worth watching because yeah, there still was something there. Yeah, there, there, there was last year where it was, hey, let's get somebody to introduce somebody who's going to introduce this category. Yes, that was strange. Yeah, uh, but I, it's just it's a total mess. It needs to go back to form, and I think Billy Crystal might be the only person who can save it. They I might bring him back, though. I don't think he would do it. 
Because well, I because you can't tell jokes anymore. No, you can't, you can't be jo- offensive. Can you sure. imagine Billy Crystal mocking the movies that were nominated for Best Picture? Oh yeah, there's no that way. would never happen this well, year. Well, look at Ricky Gervais from the Golden Globes, right? <laughs> he and I don't love him or his comedy all that much, but it's a great speech. His it's opening a, monologue is pretty great. It's kind of amazing because he just doesn't care and he's ripping these celebrities a new one. I don't care. And it's yeah, right. Literally, <laughs> he literally says, says that. it so many times. And you can tell how uncomfortable these celebrities are. And these are people that make dozens of millions of dollars a movie or a year. Mm-hmm. And they're up there telling us how bad we are. Yeah. Well, there was there was one at the very beginning. Was it Regina King? By the King? way, soapbox. We're all soapboxing oh, right totally. now. Yeah. But Regina King, I think it was at the beginning, said something like, Yeah. I the, know I know people, the public doesn't like to hear Hollywood lecture them about stuff, but... And then I'm going to lecture something. you about stuff. She said, she said something. I honestly don't remember what she said because I remember thinking, you just said what we don't like and then you continued to do it. Yeah. Because we don't like that. Right, and I think I think this was the perfect storm of bad because movies didn't come out. Uh, people are getting tired of hearing celebrities preach. Yeah, and these are movies no one has seen. No one has seen. And after, so after these ratings, though, it's going to be really weird when Fast Nine gets a nomination. Okay, <laughs> so a couple of years ago, we talked about how they were going to introduce the popular movie of the year. Yeah, and then they backtracked. On and that. honestly, we were kind of bad mouthing it. That's kind of what they have to do. They kind of have to. They have to because no one cares about these movies. Nomadland wins, and which is a good movie, but who cares? Yeah. Still like, oh, it. best. Okay. Are you going to watch it? You just spoiled something, by the way. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, that it wins? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't say what it wins. Are you going to watch it now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because you've seen every other no, one. That thing is like, I, I'm going to see a Best Picture winner if I want to, and that one seems moderately interesting enough. Mm-hmm. But if, I, if I don't, I'm not if I'm not interested in the premise... Or no, I won't like it, such as Moonlight or American Beauty. I'm right. not watching it. Okay. Should we uh, spoil the end in another category and talk about the the uh, well, near we, La La Land level of disappointment? I, th- I think we can say this, that because uh, we'll get down to the categories. Sure. But nor- traditionally, Best Picture has been last. Yeah. Always. Because you're building up to that. And the best movie is, but for some reason, they decided to put Best Picture third to last. Oh, yeah. there's, there is a... Very clear some reason. But that thing is like everyone's speculating is what they think the reason was. But still, it took so... Like when I saw that pop up on Twitter of like best picture, I'm like, wait, it's over? Mm -hmm. Because I was still missing some Mm -hmm. categories. And then it just took the wind out of the sails of the whole ceremony and became a laughing stock at the end. The producers bet on something to happen. Now, and and they don't know. How do they not know, know, by the way? They don't know. How do they not know? They they don't. They're not allowed to. I, I actually saw someone post a tweet. I loved it. They said, I never believed the Oscars weren't... They didn't know who the winners were until tonight. Because <laughs> it was so odd. it went so poorly. Because yeah. yeah. you see Joaquin Phoenix there presenting the award, and it didn't go the way we all thought it would. No. Well, let's talk about who won, awkward. and then we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this was actually the first time since the 78th Academy Awards in 2006 that no film won more than three awards. Really? They're just spreading, Nomad, spreading Nomadland, the love. Nomadland won three. A couple other war, more, uh, won two. That's the max. Wow. Okay. And now let's get into the big news then. Oh, can I talk about my favorite part first? Oh, please. Oh, of course. Uh, During the commercials, they showed a trailer for Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. I Ah. knew you'd love that. I I cried and watched it three times. Yeah. You watched it three times. I did. It's a good trailer. It's great. Yeah. You want to know why? It's a good trailer. Yeah. It's such a good trailer. It wasn't. It was was the teaser that it was just used. It was a teaser. It was great. Yeah, but I mean, the emotions it, are there. It's West Side Story. But it gave me no reason why it needed to be updated. You know what I mean? Oh, oh I, I get love that. that. It, looked, it looked like... Visually, I think that's why. I think it looked like the old West Side Story. And that's I went... A, and that's why I like it. But I was like, oh. okay, so you're, you're doing it, exactly what they did before. Uh, they're, but they're removing the cheese. People don't take West Side Story seriously because it's kind of cheesy because it has stuff that is they're older. They're taking out I Feel Pretty. 
It's the oh. worst song. I love I Feel Pretty. I hate it. What about I the Officer Krupke? Krupke I Krupke's don't like gun. that one either, but it's yeah. important. Is it, it in there? Probably they, not. They removed the most recent Broadway rendition of, of West Side Story also removed West, I Feel Pretty because it doesn't make any sense. It literally was only put in there to like wake you up after the intermission. It's her song. It doesn't. No, it's not. It's Maria's signature song. It is pointless and it goes nowhere in the story. How dare you? I don't like it. I feel are, pretty and witty. Are I you okay you. with Ansel Egort? I think lead? he's not handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think the original guy was? Yeah, totally. Uh, he's kind of weasel faced. So here, so when you look at uh, like, like the overdubbing and again the cheesiness, people just think about. Are you, you know, telling me dance, there's not going to be dance fighting? fighting? Oh, there will be. But there better I, be. I, I it ha- there has to be. I love that they set it in the same time period. I, you know, Steven Spielberg, I trust him, even though he's not really mm, done any musicals. Doesn't he seem above this kind of it's, work? He it doesn't seem like the right fit for a musical. To right. Me. West Side Story is a poignant and interesting and dramatic story. And it gets overshadowed by the opening scene of the movie. Yeah. But Spielberg, Spielberg does drama. Like, this is a drama that makes me cry every time I watch it. Guys, this has nothing to do with the Oscars. I'm just saying. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's get off track. Uh, okay. I got so my, let's talk I got about my West Side bit. Story. Bacon so we bit. this is a bacon bit that you can find at patreoncom bill for only three dollars a <laughs> nice month. Nice plug. So let's should we talk about the winner, the yes. listener winner? So thank you to everyone who submitted a ballot. Yeah. Uh, it's really nice on Google Forms. I just put in the correct answer, and then it just it does all That's the scoring. Great. I used yes. to have to use my hand. Uh, but after all was said and done, after all the uh, dust had settled, yes, we had two people standing. At 19 out of 23 categories, correct. Okay, wow. And that would be Scott McKay and Matthew Bolter. Mm -hmm. We had a tiebreaker. We had a tiebreaker question of how long, in minutes, was the actual Academy Awards going to be, which was the actual runtime was 199. All right? Matthew guessed 184. Wow. Scott guessed 187. So Scott McKay is our official winner of our Oscar contest, who was just on our anniversary yeah. show. Yeah. So Scott, this is a <laughs> really good twice. week for you. Yeah, it's a good week for you. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but yes, congratulations to Scott. We'll be sending you that Amazon gift card so you can stream all the movies that you want to watch instead of whatever was nominated here. Uh, fun fact, by the way, hmm. Abe Osby was only one minute away from the actual runtime. He said three hours, 18 minutes. It wow. was three hours and 19 minutes. Jeez. He didn't put it in minutes, so it doesn't count. It seemed like this was like the lowest scoring average of any Oscars contest we've done in the past couple of years. There were a lot of no one's seen the movies. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Tough. But uh, I was going to say I have some stats on uh, what percentage of people guess the correct answer as well okay. as we go through these. So let's go through the categories. Right. So we will start with best supporting actress. I said uh, I can't say her name because she corrected us on there, but uh, I said Yu Jung Young. Yep, and you were right. Yep. I got, I said Amanda Seyfried. I said Olivia Coleman. And I was right. There. You're right. That, that's where it goes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so go me. Uh, by the way, go me. <laughs> 42% of our listener uh, voted for that as well. So okay. they okay. followed me on that and they were correct. Not too uh, shabby. How about best supporting actor? I said Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. I said Daniel Kaluuya. We as were all right. Yes. All right. Yes. As was 66% okay. of our, uh, yeah, the majority of our, of our listener. By the way, uh, Trial of Chicago 7 completely shut out. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Did not, not win a single award. And they were it's not very good. Everything. Would be. Did one night Miami win anything? Nope. nope. So that got not even so. Well. Wow. Nope. 
Next up is best original screenplay. I said Trial of Chicago 7 on this one. I said Judas and the Black Messiah. I said Promising Young Woman, and I was correct. Yes, you were. Along with 34% of our listeners. So oh. that was the majority as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, most, so uh, if you, what I'm saying is if you follow me, you're going to do great. Okay, take it mm-hmm. easy. Except for this Did next you one. Uh, win? Shh. We'll get to that at the end. Best adapted screenplay. I, I said No Man Land. As did no, I. No Mad Land. Yeah, and I, I did as well. I said The Father. And Zach was right. Finally. Even though most of the listener went with us, Zach was actually the correct one. <laughs> I was one wrong most of the time. <laughs> Next, we have visual effects. I said Tenet. We all said Tenet. Everybody said like 90-something, right? 90 yeah. Something percent 90%, 90% of our listener agreed with us, which is the highest percentage of agreement on any of the categories. Yeah, for Tenet. Although you did watch Love and Monsters, right? And you quite enjoyed it, right? I did. That was yeah. a lot of fun. People should watch it. Uh, but yes, uh, Tenet was the winner there. So congratulations to the Academy Award winning movie, Tenet. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Now we have best sound. I said sound of metal. I said sound of metal. I did too. We all did. As it's seventy. It's because it's in the listener. title. Like they have to win. Yeah, yeah. and it won a so, movie about sound or lack thereof. Yeah, and like how they do that. Oh, so I was watching uh, Cinefix, uh, which is now like IGN. It's part of IGN movies. movies. Oh, yeah. it is. They're, they're, they're retaining the same I hate flavor. IGN. Oh, okay. But they're retaining I, the same IGN flavor. bought Cinefix like a year and a half ago. Yeah, oh, start, they yeah. changed the name, but it's still the same flavor. They're doing a lot of the same bits. Okay. But they did a whole thing about how they did the different sounds in, in uh, Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. I did not realize how technical it was. Like, like as a, as a viewer, I watched it. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's some cool stuff going on here. Yeah. The but the way they did everything. It, like, yeah. they played with. Uh, microphones the same way they play with lenses where they pull out like a longer mic for some scenes and a shorter mic for other scenes. Well, that's and cool. Like people knew what they were doing. So I was very impressed by that. Huh. Very interesting. Um, we now have best original score. We soul. all, we all said soul. Yeah. No, As, I said mank. Oh, you, you did. I tried, I tried to be different because the typewriters typewriters, but it take a risk, but us and the majority of the listener with 66% got it correct with soul. I've also, I've never seen soul. So, ooh. Really? Nope. Do you have a desire to? Uh, only because I now know that there's a bunch of barbershop stuff. <laughs> so you're going to watch there it is. now? Yes. There is. Yes, there was a, a company that makes a special soul branded uh, hair clipper that I want now. <laughs> but I haven't of even seen the Of all the merchandising, <laughs> yeah. right? right? A hair clipper. <laughs> um, next is short film live action. Now, these short ones, they got me. I, I was off base on a lot of these. I said the letter room on this one. Yeah, and I said Two Distant Strangers. Which I should have said. I said The Present. This is where I stopped watching the show. Yeah, I really. turned it off when the winners came up for this one. Two Distant Strangers is the one about Groundhog Day with police brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I I should have guessed that one because yeah. that is the actual winner. It won. It's Hollywood. The majority of listener agreed with you as well, Kent. Okay. And so uh, that was the winner on that one. How about short film animation? We all said, if anything happens, I love you, which is about the school shooting. Yeah. And uh, as yep. a, the majority of the listener, and we were all correct. Okay. Okay. No one voted for opera because no one knew what the heck it was. No. How about documentary short subject? <sighs> I said a love song for Latasha. We all said a love song for Latasha, as did the majority of the listener at 59%. So we, we convinced them poorly. We did. We, we led them in the wrong direction. Yeah, we it was did. actually Colette. Which was the one about um, the Holocaust survivor going back and visiting the concentration yeah. camp after seventy five years? Admittedly, or, that does sound very interesting. It yeah. does, like so, it, like and yeah, it, it looked like a heartbreaker. But I honestly, I thought it was. I, I didn't think it was going to be Colette. For some reason, that one was not one of my options, even if I had my runners up. And so I was totally off base on that one. How about best documentary? I said time. I think we all did, right? I said no. Crip Camp. You oh, you did? Okay. It sounded cute. I said time. And the uh, I was going to say, as did the majority listener, also said time. Because it was the front runner, for sure. And yeah. then 
my octopus teacher won the won the award. Yeah, yeah, which seems weird. Yeah, in in a in a year of depressing, terrible horribleness in every category. Right, the one nature movie about an octopus that is kind of you know it's like a pet for this yeah. diver that wins. It made me kind of want to watch it, to be honest. To be like, yeah. well, what is it about this movie that made it win? Because time is a heartbreaker, and it's relevant to what Hollywood wants us to know. Yeah. So I really thought that was going to win for sure. Is My Octopus Teacher Netflix's only win? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is production design. Uh, we all said Mank. Yep. As did the listener. Uh, yeah. 66% of the listeners okay. said Mank. And uh, we were all correct. Because we all said old Hollywood looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Everyone loved the look of it. Hollywood's going to love the look of it. How about makeup and hairstyling? We said Ma Rainey's We Black said the Bottom. sweaty movie. Yeah, the sweaty movie. <laughs> we didn't say the sweaty movie. Yeah, we did. Oh, I, um, my crush for Anya Taylor-Joy uh, put me blinded me, and I picked Emma. Oh, yeah, you did. Which yeah. makes sense because it's got, it's got the cool bonnets and period piece costume, but no, didn't work. Because the winner was Ma Rainey's, Bla- Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And costume design. Same winner. Same winner. Yeah. I also picked Emma. Yeah. Yeah, you were just hoping that she'd win. I, I did. Emma, <laughs> Emma, period. There's, there's, there's a dot That's at true. the end yeah. It's a period piece. Get yeah. it? <laughs> uh, best international feature. We all said another round from Denmark, and the actual winner was another round from Denmark. Which apparently they're going to remake for U.S. audiences. Kind of lame. Do you think that'll play well? I don't, I don't think so. Did you see another round, Kent? Yeah, I loved it. It's in my top 10. Um, would it need editing? Uh, yeah, slight editing. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I was interested in. Because I thought it was going to be this goofy comedy. Yeah, it's not. Based it's, on the premise. It's, yeah. and there, it, there are a lot of fun parts, but it's also quite heavy. Yeah. It, it, like I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to act. They're gonna, the whole premise is they're going to try to stay drunk constantly. Yes. And then uh, that does not go well. Yeah. Yes. But still, I recommend watching it. It's great. How about film editing? I said Trial of Chicago 7. As did I. I said the father. said the father. And the actual winner, we got blindsided because it was Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Most of our listeners said the, the Trial of Chicago 7. They believed us. Oh, no. We're so sorry. Yeah. I don't trust that category since Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since then, it kind of lost. that's one of the most poorly edited movies ever. And it only won the award because they felt bad for the editors for having to splice together that mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't getting anything else. Yeah. How about Best Animated Feature? Everyone said soul. Yeah. Even the listener, 86% of the people said soul. Although I free, I think Frances McDormand wanted Wolfwalkers to win because at one point she <laughs> howled like a wolf. Did you hear why though? Why? It was for a, a crew member uh, who was nicknamed the wolf and he passed away. Recently. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a tribute to him. I thought she was But it was weird it. because it was literally like she's like, blah, 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 acceptance speech, blah, 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 political message, blah, blah, blah. Woo! <laughs> and just out of nowhere said this is for the wolf and just... She full on howled. Yeah, and I think everyone. I think everyone who was falling asleep during the ceremony kind of went. Like, what? 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 Happening? what? No. Francis McDormand. What? Which yeah, Soul, did, Soul gets that one for I sure. I did add over the moon to my watch queue though. Oh yeah, you should. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to watch it with my kids. How about cinematography? Said Mink. Ah, uh, Zach and I said Nomad Land. Nomad Land. As did sixty percent of our listener, but they should have gone with Kent. Twas yeah. Mink because Mink got it, which Somehow. makes sense. It's it's the cinematography in that is impressive. Because it looks but Nomad Land definitely has the uh, sweeping landscapes as well, so everyone kind of considers that to be cinematography. Yeah, but the fact that they made it look like an old timey movie, yeah, they, and they did, is impressive. How about original song? I said, "Speak now" from One Night in Miami. As we did all did, I. yeah. As did the listener. But then, but. "Fight for You" by her won. Yeah. yeah, and I it's from Judas and the Black Messiah, and I listened to it again. Out of all the songs I listened to. 
I had to listen to that one again because I was like, which one was that one? Because mm-hmm. it's it's literally like, because I'll always, always fight for you. Because I'll always, always so fight bland. for you. Oh, totally bland. Okay. Like, uh, hear my voice, Celeste's voice, in, in when she sings to my voice, was fun. Like, I shouldn't say fun, but memorable. Mm-hmm. And then Husevik, I watched yeah. that Eurovision movie. Yeah. I got emotional at you the did? part of the movie because, yes, it was this really cool moment in the movie. Yeah. And the woman has a beautiful she voice. Does. And then uh, EOC, uh, which is the Italian one, once again, I think it's a very beautiful one. The fight for you was such a dumb choice. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, the Academy doesn't always get it right. I shouldn't expect them to. But I really kind of went, yeah, you kind of dropped the ball there. Right. Like, that was the most forgettable number. And now people are saying, because she's already won a Grammy and this was her Oscar. Oh, so she's okay. two steps away from an EGOT. Which is uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, mm. and so she's got the and Grammy and the Oscar. She just needs Trent Reznor is only one step away. So does I, he need a Tony? Yeah, he could do it. He could absolutely oh, totally. do it. Totally, I, I bet he does. And I'm, I'm rooting for him. I bet he does. Can yeah. you imagine a Trent Reznor scored musical? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dark. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, ooh, let's just switch it around, just because best director. Kind of yeah. like the Oscars did. Is that what you're doing? Threw it out there. Yeah. Well, hold on, now I got to scroll down. Uh, yeah, yeah do. best director mid show. Uh, we all said Chloe Zhao yeah. from Nomadland, as it's 70% of our listener, and that was indeed the and winner. I think that's pretty cool. It is really cool. A woman, yeah. uh, you know, a, an Asian woman, like, that's that's pretty cool. This is a well, first-time-ever sort of thing. And that's the thing. This, this didn't feel like a, um, hey, we're giving this to you to make it a first award. No. Sometimes, no. sometimes the Academy will do that. Because she wrote it, she directed it, she edited it. This is She was kind of She's all over that this movie. good. Yeah. This yeah. was her movie, so props to her. Now, out of place, best picture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they decided to do We're this. not done, but best picture. Yeah. They gave it third to last. And I'll yeah. tell you why it's because Hollywood doesn't know how to tell a story anymore. But uh, we all, oh, no, 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 no. Kent and I said Nomad Land. Zach, what did you do? Zach said Minari. I was being bold. You're, I like it. Did Minari win anything? Oh, it did for best supporting best actress. director. Yeah, no. didn't it? No, no that's cool oh no, that was that was Nomadland. Yeah, yeah. I would been, win. I've been happy if Minari won Best Picture, but it didn't. It won Best Supporting Actress. Yes, but uh, we all said, or we said, Ken, I said Nomadland, and we were correct with uh, 48 percent of the listener. Nice, mm-hmm. Nomadland. Now let's move. Back. Oh! oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now let's move back up the list for. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they never. I hope they learn their nest lesson and never Don't try to do that it. again. Yeah, because yeah. that was stupid. Next is Best Actress. So this is tough because right before the show, everyone was saying that Frances McDormand doesn't have a chance. They said it's either Carrie Mulligan or Viola Davis. Which I was going to say, 30% of our listener, the majority of our listener, said it was going to be uh, Viola Davis from Mal Rainey's Black, Black Bottom. Wow. Uh, whereas uh, Kent said Nomadland, or Kent said Frances McDormand Nomadland. I said Carrie Mulligan and Promising a Woman. Zach said Viola Davis and Monterey's Black Bottom. Oh, so we pretty were split. split. Yeah. yeah. We were split on this one. This was a, a dividing one for us, Kent. Mm. And it was Frances McDormand and Nomad. Getting her third Oscar for acting. Yeah. Um, and by the way, she's playing Lady Macbeth in a movie directed by Joel Cohen. So we're going to hear from her again. I will watch yeah. that. Yeah. I will watch that. Frances McDormand with the Cohen brothers yeah. is always a fun combination. Yeah. So. So this brings us to the awkwardly timed best actor. actor. And the final category is best actor. And then Joaquin Phoenix gets up and he's like, I don't even know what acting is. Which is interesting. You guys read scripts. No, his (laughs) speech was literally like, uh, I was supposed to come up here and talk about how the transformative power of an actor, (laughs) but I've never felt that. And so 
I'm just going to read these the guys. The guy who literally also, killed it playing the Joker. Like, he did so amazing, but it's like he doesn't know what's going on. And don't they usually, though, they have the previous year's best, and they do the opposite. They always split, yes. Yeah, so, so the, it's the previous year's best, best actor will announce the actress. Yeah. And vice versa. So they didn't do that this year. No. Weird. Uh, this, by the way, uh, so all of us said Chadwick Boseman. Right. In Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And Kent, you said, I don't know why, though, because... He's not in it very long, and it's not that great. He, there, he has two great scenes. I, I didn't think he deserved it, but I thought there's no way they don't give it to him because Chadwick Boseman sadly passed away, mm-hmm. very sadly, and it, it was one of those tragic deaths that no one knew he was sick, no one knew he was going to pass, and all right. of a sudden he's just gone, and it felt that void. And people were saying this will be the moment. People are spe- were speculating this is why they moved Best Actor to the actor to the end. And I think it was. Because it's it will be like... absolutely why Oh, it will be it. this wonderful tribute at the end. It's, they invited it's like, his widow It's like to when, the they, uh, when they invited Michelle Obama mm-hmm. to the year when 12 Years a Slave was nominated, I yeah. believe it was, and she was going to present the award for Best Picture. But people were like, why the heck would you have a politician character in mm-hmm. the film industry? Like, yeah. it's like, what's she doing here? Yeah. But it's because they were convinced Black 12 Years a Slave was going to win. And I remember saying... Wouldn't that have been awkward if 12 Years a Slave hadn't won? Right. All of a sudden it was Gravity. Yeah. They're like, and Gravity. Congratulations. Yeah. Gravity so it was that kind won. of moment where they're like building it up. Like, here we go. Big emotional moment. Big emotional moment for Chadwick Boseman. And it's Anthony Hopkins. Oh, oh by the, the way, wasn't there. No. And he was sleeping at the time that he won. He's 83 yeah. years old. He lives in Wells. Give him a break. But so apparently the Oscar producers said, he's like, do I need to get on Zoom for this? Do I need to be he, ready? He offered and was ready to. And they said Zoom no. Call in. They said we yeah. won't need you. Yeah. Well, they, they said they said we don't. We're not going to do Zoom. No Zoom calls. Yeah. No it's, Zoom calls. Because uh, Anthony Hopkins was not permitted to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, at this win, Hopkins became the oldest actor to win an Oscar. He's so good in that movie. And we said you said how good he was, but yeah. you said any other year this would have been his award. And I'm shocked it year. wasn't Riz Ahmed either. Yeah. He did really good, too. But people are mad at Anthony Hopkins all of a sudden. And people are mad at Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. The man what did the heck? nothing wrong. He did absolutely nothing wrong. People are like, how dare he steal this award from Chadwick Boseman? <laughs> how dare he take it from the Black Panther? Yeah. And I'm like, it's not a competition about which one you like more right now. Yeah. It's, he had no idea he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Which he, he got up the next morning and yeah, had to do a speech. A, and he, he gave a, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman as yeah. well. Which oh, was good he did something classy and go figure. Yeah. He's a classy but guy. But people are right. mad at him. And I'm like, he no. did nothing wrong. We, we need to shift the focus from it's not a competition. It is a celebration. It mm-hmm. is honoring and nothing more. And that whole, oh, it's just, I'm so thankful to be nominated. It's true. Like these yeah. are, these, there are a select it's few nominations. It's the best of the best, quote unquote. But it's that's not a competition. because Well, the, it, it's a competition among them. Like yeah, among sure. them. But for us. It's it's nothing. No. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem is they've gone from it's an honor just to be nominated to I can't wait to get up there and give my speech about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Milk. It's not about the people I think anymore. What's, it's about it's like, demeaning well, everyone else's watching. My message is on caffeinated beverages. I cannot wait to get it win an Oscar <laughs> so I can start talking about I caffeinated beverages are gonna sure. kill us all. Yeah. Um so uh, yeah. And that was the and but then it was it was totally the the price is right horn at the end there where he's like and the winner is Anthony Hopkins. He's not here, so we accept this on his behalf. Which I read is the official procedure. They that was the correct move. No, no, because there was like his publicist there was there, Anthony Hopkins' publicist, yeah. and they're like, why didn't he accept it, or why didn't uh, I guess Olivia Coleman was allegedly ever, going to accept ever it? Since oh, okay. Brando, ever since Marlon Brando, ever since Marlon Brando sent someone up in his stead, Native American woman up in his stead mm-hmm. to accept his award, yep. 
and she they gave won't a whole speech it. about how people are killing Native Americans and mm-hmm. how we need to stop. Yeah. In the moment, it was like, what is she talking about? And ever since then, they've said, nope, if you're not there, we'll just say, I accept this award. The, presenter, really? the presenter accepts in their honor. That is the official protocol. Yeah. And so that's, I'm, I have no problem with yeah. that. But it was just kind of this, they built up to this thing and, and then it didn't happen. And then it was just over. Just done. Yeah. Because there was no host to say, well, thanks for watching, everyone. Yeah. It was walking Phoenix on stage, just being awkward, being like, okay, I'm going to take this. Bye. It was like you're watching, a, a, let's say, a football game and like you, this exciting comeback's about to happen and mm-hmm. then it just doesn't. No, it's like, it just it's, ends. it's like your team is there, you yeah. know, fourth down. They got to get this point. They hike the ball and the quarterback just kind of trips and falls backwards. And you're like, it's over. And it's then over. the game's yeah, over. It's over. Go home. Done. Yeah. So. Anyway, just, so what so. does that leave for the three of us? So though? for the three because of us, we, we, we announced the listener know, winner. Speaking of anticlimactic endings, um, <laughs> the caveman burger on the line. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, you had nine out of twenty-three correct. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you don't know anything. <laughs> Joel, you had. 14 out of 23. Oh, that's correct. pretty good. That's good. Wait, why did you read you second? What? What? Because going for on? the first time in bacon sale <laughs> history, Kent Dunn is our winner with 15 out of 23. Kent Dunn, the movie critic. I beat you by one ahead of me. Oh, I, I looked it up, Kent. Okay. Because I thought, oh man, there was a couple that I, I was wishy-washy on. Like, yeah. If I would have picked the same uh, documentary mm-hmm. as you, a short documentary about uh, the the racist groundhog day yeah Uh, if i would have chosen that one and we would have tied it would have gone to the tiebreaker question and then you still would have won really because you got closer i i i said 227 and on the tv show yeah that was my minutes was 227 i don't remember what you said but you were closer to the actual 199 i think you were lower than i was so you would have won anyway so wow congratulations thank you thank you no longer a point of shame for after, every year. Yeah, after so many years of coming in last. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have every year. <laughs> every year. Come in last. Uh, <laughs> I like have you, have to, you have to rub that in real quick. No, but you still won this year, and uh, congratulations. I'll be enjoying my caveman burger. You should. I wonder if we're, if, you know, with next year's Oscars, if it's going to be as big a thing, if we even do a full episode dedicated to it, because it's just becoming less and less relevant. For the contest, I think maybe, because okay. it, it's fun to do. It's movie-related, and yeah. I, I think next year... They are going to try to do a little more. They may try to throw in a couple other nominees that are mm-hmm. kind of generally accepted. I do think there will be an uptick in viewership. You do? Because it can't get much lower? Right. Well, for now. I think next year when people have seen the movies and they're going to try to include some more ones that they people know, yeah. I could see it going up to 13, maybe 15 million. Yeah. I if don't, I if don't, there are good movies to watch, though. The movie industry is not tracking great. No. no. So... No. I think we're looking at another one of these years. It could be. But there wouldn't be like a, one of those weird half in person, half in another theater, yeah. half on you know pre-recorded things. Because Academy. Right. If, you're talking to the Academy. Academy. Now. Okay. Uh, so if you're listening, if, if the listener passes this episode on to you, I want you to know all you need to do to fix the Oscars is show more clips. Yes. More clips of movies. Let people find a champion to root for. Mm-hmm. And even if you've like, even if you've shown one clip, show another clip the next time they're nominated. Get, yeah, get to know the movie a little bit. I think that will be more enduring. People. That, that's my piece of advice. Yeah, Kent, uh, do you have a piece of advice for Zach? I would say uh, I've always wanted it to be more like the WWE, where they kind of show a backstory and they so they show clips of mm-hmm. like this. Here's the here's the rivalry. I want to see more like exciting videos with film clips in them okay. to kind of like amp people up for the category. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, I, I've never seen Marriage Story. 
Yeah. But I know Adam Driver gives a powerful performance he in does. that because yeah. I've seen those clips many times. Mm-hmm. And you, I think it would be great if you had a clips package that was, you know, geared toward the actor. A yes. clips package that was geared toward the sound. They've done this in the past. And I think they need to continue that. Or even, you know, you have the categories where you do show some of the behind the scenes. Yeah, for costume designers. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love when they do that. Mm-hmm. They should just do more of that. Get rid of everything else. Yes. Like, make it about movies. No one cares about... This sounds dumb. It doesn't sound dumb, but it's true. No one cares about the people involved with the movies. They care about the movies. So yeah. we, do, yeah. we, we don't want to see their personal stances on whatever. We just want right. to know, hey, thank you for this. You thought I was the best. Good night. Yeah. Imagine if the Oscars was a big behind the scenes of the industry or it'd be of, cool of the, you know, the movies, what went into making them. And we, we get rid of the glitz and glamour and we focus on the art. Totally. That's what I want. I, yeah. I, I think like, I love when they show the clips of the behind the scenes stuff where it's like, okay, here's the clip of the movie. Hey, we're doing best editing. Let's show how they do the editing or best sound. Let's show them using the microphone. It can't or, be that hard. I yeah. had, I had never, I had not, uh, at the time I saw the Oscars, uh, this was what, 2015, uh, seen Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. So whatever that year it was. And it it swept like all of the technical, the awards. technical awards. And they showed some of the behind the scenes. They showed how they put the special effects together and the costuming. And, uh, and it made me want to watch the movie. And I did and was rewarded for it. So yeah. that's what needs to happen. They could do so much. They could. Honestly, they should have, just have YouTubers put, the, put together these Seriously? montages. Yeah. Because people like that actually care. I don't know. Have you seen the YouTube Rewind? They've kind of messed no, that up. No, not YouTube itself. YouTube. I'm talking the people who do video essays. Yeah. Talking about best film editing. Right? Like someone that actually cares. Because it, clearly the Academy doesn't. Yeah. So anyways, I will take my win. And I will run with it. And go eat a giant burger that I'm, gonna, I'm going to feel bad about. But yeah. Also, congratulations to Scott Mackey. Good job. Yep. Congratulations. You winners, you. Yes. What Thank a year. You. You're you. all winners.